0: What up, what up? You are now tuned into the Lionhearted Podcast, where the Phillies reside and only the strong survive. I'm your boy, Maine, so let's get into it. Right out the gate, I think it's only right to talk about the big game. Yeah, that's right. The Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 down in Arizona, where you had the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles, number one seed, versus number one seed. You had the league's MVP in Patrick Mahomes versus the league's runner-up in Jalen Hurts. I think it's important to note how these teams first got here. Before the season started, you had Patrick Mahomes coming out the AFC West, who we all thought was going to be the toughest division in the league given the quarterback play. You had Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, and, of course, Patrick Mahomes. Then there was the other side of the coin. You had the NFC East, who, let's be honest, over the years, over the last few years, we didn't have much expectations. You probably had the Cowboys or the Eagles at the top of that division. The winner would be 9-8 and eight or over 500, barely, if that. That's what we all thought. But, man, was we wrong. Not only did the Eagles take the top seed in the NFC, but the Cowboys, as well as the Giants, all made it to the playoffs. And to be honest, the team in Washington was not that bad. The most oppressive part of this all was Jalen Hurts. I mean, during the offseason, he received so much slander, so much noise from the media that, oh, he wasn't the guy. He couldn't get it done, etc., etc. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, what he did was great, given that he lost his most important weapon, in my opinion. Tyreek Hill going down to the Dolphins, that was a big loss, or so we thought. And then they had a bunch of one-year guys come in. You had Juju smith schuster You had Mar- Mar- Marquez valdez Scantling, and so on and so forth. They were just getting people off the scrap heap just put just to fill a team, it seemed like. But they never missed a beat. And meanwhile, in the NFC, you had Jalen Hurts carving up the NFC like it wasn't nothing. You know, there were so many doubters. Oh, the competition. Oh, they hadn't played this person. They hadn't played the 49ers, who many thought was the best team in the NFC. But then when we seen them play in the playoffs, even though some freaky things happened with injuries and so forth, they got down to their fourth-string quarterback. But what I always say is you play who's on the schedule because whoever in front of you, you gotta take them down. Both teams had obstacles in their way, made it through the conferences. That's what was the most impressive part to me. Then you had the aspect of, even though they were both young quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes had been there and done that. So we knew kind of what to expect from him. Jalen Hurts was kind of the unknown, but one thing they both had in common going into this game, they both had major injuries for a quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is not the most mobile quarterback, but an ankle injury can mess up your plant leg and all that, and it can just mess off your timing when it comes to throwing. And then Jalen Hurts, he had the shoulder injury. Yes, he's known more for his legs, but this year he has been great in the pocket with the weapons that the Philadelphia GM has put around him. So we was wondering after missing the last two games of the season and we saw how badly the Eagles offense struggled, Without Jalen Hurts and how valuable he actually was to the team, we wonder how he would fare in this big game. He did so-so up until this point, but the Super Bowl is where it matters most. So it didn't matter what you did in the divisional round or the NFC championship game. This is where it counts. This is where you make your name. Patrick Mahomes had already been here. He had already lost one. He had already won one. Now it was on Jalen Hurts to stake his claim make his name, and prove all the doubters wrong. Another thing that I thought would have been really cool would have been to have Mama Kelsey do the coin toss, the mother of Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Shout out to the lady who actually did it, because I understand it's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so big ups to her. But if you have the mother of two brothers playing against each other for the first time ever in a Super Bowl, what better way to cap off the story than to have her do the coin flip? I mean, mother can't lose either way. I've talked about the quarterback matchup, Mahomes versus Hurts. But there's other pieces to this equation as well. You got the receiving cores of the Chiefs and Eagles. For the Eagles, you got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And for the Chiefs, you got Juju Smith-Schuster and you got MVS on the other side. That was gonna play a big role within this game. Then you have that tight end matchup, the greatest tight end in the league today, in my opinion, in Travis Kelsey versus kind of an unknown, especially in a game of this magnitude, in Dallas Goddard. the Chiefs were considered the away team on this neutral field. So they got to decide the coin toss. In a surprising move, they actually deferred. Me personally, I thought they would take the ball and strike while the iron was hot, put that high-powered offense on the field, and put the Eagles back on their heels and have them playing catch-up the rest of the game. Because we all know, once Mahomes get a lead, it's hard to come back on the Chiefs. Even with that sometimes defense that they have, but in the playoffs, they usually step up. But this time, they decided to put their defense on the field first. I guess they didn't have faith in the offense of the Eagles in this moment. But Jalen Hurts, to his credit, he went down the field like a surgeon, using his arms as well as his legs, throwing to different receivers, even hit the tight end on a big play to keep the chains moving. On the very next play, the Eagles will score on a quarterback sneak from Jalen Hurts. Now with the score being 7-0, Now the ball will be in Patrick Mahomes' hands for the first time with an opportunity to match. Just like he has done many times before, Patrick Mahomes ties the game at 7-7 when he hits Travis Kelsey down the right seam for the tying touchdown. Now after the tying score, the Kansas City defense seems to be juiced up because they get a key stop on Philly. At this point, that's when you start to worry like, uh uh-oh, they didn't score, they didn't answer. The touchdown by Mahomes, now Mahomes is going to go up. 14-7, 14-7, but that's not exactly what happened right away. Now, what happened next? I've been saying it for the last two years or so, and if you know me, then you know it's the truth. Kansas City's driving the ball. It looks like they're going to score. Philly gets a key stop on third down, and it sets up a field goal kick. And what does the kicker do? He does what kickers do. Shanks the field goal, and Philly gets the stop. Kickers do not belong in the NFL. I repeat. Kickers do not belong in the NFL, in my opinion. Philly gets the ball, and at this point, they seem firmly in control. When in the instance, the one mistake that you do not want to happen, it happened. Jalen Hurts loses control of the ball, and Kansas City picks up the fumble. And not only do they recover the fumble, they score a touchdown and turn it into six, ultimately seven points. After what happened when young teams would mainly fold, Jalen Hurts does the opposite. He drives his team all the way down, and not only does he score, he gets seven instead of three, which is crucial at this point. At this point, Philly got to be feeling good about themselves because the Patrick Mahomes angle injury is really starting to show. The defense gets another key stop on third down and takes control of the ball. Philly drives down. They can only muster up a field goal, but they still take a 10-point lead with them into halftime. Just some quick thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show. First and foremost, shout out to Riri. Dope-ass performance. After almost a decade away, it was good to see. The way she came out with that LeBron stare, knowing she's the biggest LeBron fan, that was a treat to see. When you talk about the Super Bowl halftime show, we all glued into the TV looking for those special performances or the special effects. But we was in for a surprise, and boy, was it a surprise. On this day of the Super Bowl, Her first performance back, Rihanna drops a bombshell. She reveals to the world that she is pregnant with her second child. Now, I've seen a lot of people on social media with their little corny comments and corny posts. And it's crazy because it was mostly men. Last time I checked, a man can't carry no baby. So we don't know what it's like. So all we can do is salute and say congratulations. And it was good to have you back, Ree. Now coming into the second half, Patrick Mahomes started to look like his old self again. Ankle injury aside, he started making plays, rolling out, getting outside the pocket, making all those crazy throws. He even chose to scramble for about 30 yards, even on a bum ankle. Not to take anything away from Jalen Hurts because he stood tall. He kept his team firm. He kept them in position. But at this point, this is when the experience starts to take over. Not only the experience of the players, but the experience of the coaching staff of the Chiefs as well. Not to discredit Philadelphia in any way because they were ready. They were prepared. They matched the Chiefs shot for shot. But in the end, it was just too much Patrick Mahomes. At this point in the fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes has brought his team all the way back from 10 points down with the ball to drive and win the game. Slowly, methodically killing the clock, play by play. And we're sitting on pins and needles as fans watching the game, wondering can the Eagles get that one stop that the Chiefs got earlier in the game? This Eagles defense has been praised all year, but it was some talk around the league that they had yet to be exposed. Now we was about to see, could they stop the league MVP from becoming the Super Bowl MVP? We was about to see. It is now third down, and this is the crucial stop that the Eagles need. Patrick Mahomes drops back the pass, and he throws a pass over to the left side to Juju. And wait a minute, it's a flag. It's a hold on Bradbury that the refs called. Now, the refs been swallowing the whistle the whole game. So if you're a fan of the Eagles, you're jumping up, you're going crazy. If you're a fan of the Chiefs, you're jumping up, you're going crazy in the opposite direction. you cheering. You want this call to go in your favor. So the referees end up calling the call, holding on Bradbury in the Chiefs' favor. It gives them the automatic first down, and now the Chiefs can kill the clock. But the only option that the Eagles have is to actually let the Chiefs score the touchdown and so they can have a chance to get Jalen Hurts the ball back because he had been super efficient all game and you feel like you got a chance to at least tie the game and go into overtime if you have the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands. So there you have it, a fresh set of downs for the Chiefs. Now the Eagles have a decision to make. Do they continue to try to play defense and stop them knowing they can only kill the clock twice or do you let your opponent score, which is normally what you don't do? But in this situation it was crucial because you want your offense to have a chance to take the game into overtime and have a chance to win the game. But to the Chiefs' credit, Andy Reid chooses to run the ball to the left sideline and a running back in a legends move that will be remembered forever. Instead of scoring in the Super Bowl, he chose to lay down for the betterment of the team inbounds so the clock will continue to run. The Chiefs set up a field goal, and I know I said earlier and I still stand by this. Kickers do not belong in the league. I repeat, kickers do not belong in the league. But they set up their kicker, Buckner, for the game-winning field goal. And to his credit, he did come through. So there you have it. After a year full of buildup, you got the Kansas City Chiefs, the champions in the end. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. The Chiefs win the game 38-35. to Shout out to Philadelphia. They played their heart out. The game had a great flow to it. It was a great watch. I would definitely want to see that matchup again. Like I said, congratulations to the Chiefs. And even as a Denver Bronco fan, a diehard Denver Bronco fan, that's hard for me to say. But in the end, real recognize real. So shout out to the Chiefs. Salute to Patrick Mahomes. Salute to Jalen Hurts. Congratulations to Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. You did a great job this year with the Eagles. Nobody expected it, but you definitely got them there. Shout out to LeBron James for passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the all-time NBA scoring list. He did it in a Laker uniform, so that makes it extra special. Like Kobe said, when LeBron first got here, you family now. So yeah, instead of pitting them against each other, what we need to do from this point forward is appreciate greatness, because it only comes around every once in a while. <laughs> Unless you're a Laker fan, then it comes around all the time. Salute, LeBron. Your record. It will never be broken. This first episode is dedicated to the memory of my pops. That's why I chose to drop it on 222 in honor of you. So until next time, stay lion hearted.